like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. How you doing, Heather? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. I, I was expecting it to be 30-some degrees tomorrow and to spend the day in the studio in front of the fire doing, doing some office work. And then the forecast changed, and now it's going to be almost 60, and i got to go do yard work. So uh, that's kind of sad. Is it, is it snowing up there in uh, your neck of the woods yet? Oh, we're hoping, but no, not yet. It's it's lovely today. Oh man, it's, we're the, both... the, it, it was it was considered comfortable and pleasant. Oh, we're so. both disappointed by the nice weather. Um, what are we, <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about this week, Heather? Well, you know, it is fall. At least probably it will be um, um, when it's not so comfortable and pleasant. But it's you know the leaves are starting to turn where I am, and it's just interesting how many groups in my just my small town are having various fall celebrations fall um festivals bring the kids and of course this is a great time of year i love going to the pumpkin patch i love in fact if i lived in wisconsin i'd be going to my friend's corn maze she does an amazing corn maze with all kinds of um either math fractals or mythology and you know the shapes are just amazing and i always get lost in those things um (laughs) So there's lots of fun stuff to do this time of year, but I've, what I've noticed as they seem to proliferate every year that, you know, the, the local church has one, the school has one, the, the pumpkin patch down, you know, at, just out of town has, and there's so many um, where it's bring the kids, bring the family activities. And I think, gosh, if we were to go to all the things that just within our little circle of school and and congregation and a couple little things that we do if we went to all these we would be 100 percent scheduled (laughs) there would be no time and um you know when i had much younger kids sometimes i'd want to go to something because it got us out of the house and i was going a little baby bonkers (laughs) so it was nice to have a little stimulation from other adults and you know just a, a change of scenery but some of the um, the number of events that go on that want your family there, uh, they can actually it, it detract from the kids being able to just be themselves, play, do nothing whatsoever. Um, I think some people, when they see something that looks enriching or entertaining or um, got to be there, that we forget that that means dragging everybody out of the house probably getting in a car, strapping them in, and then they're not on their own agenda 
unless it's a very freeform festival where you can pick up a corn husk and just kind of, you know, um, <laughs> bat it around. Um, in general, there's a lot of uh, scheduled activity. Now we do this, now we do that. And I just think even though we have the well-meaning of everybody at heart, that maybe it'd be good if we just gave a lot of these things a skip and stayed home or went to the park or did something very low-key to celebrate fall. Well, it's, it's really like this whole end of the year. I mean, like from the end of September through January, it, it's just – it's not only the schedule you're already on, which is probably too busy – uh, for most families, all of this stuff, because Halloween is gonna gonna lead right into to to Christmas and other end of the year holidays, and and it is just so much. And in addition to that, some of these places that are putting these things on are doing it for a good reason. I mean, there's all kinds of organizations that are doing these things as fundraisers for for worthy worthy projects and those kind of things. So when you when you do decide you got to start saying no to things, picking what you say no to becomes even more challenging, I guess. And it's it's a I'd rather just bat the back the bat the bat bat the corn cob around like you said. <laughs> yeah, that's what I picture. That that's that's what you'd be doing. <laughs> so what but do I we, think that what do we do yeah, about it? Is, well, um, as you say, a lot of them are good causes. I think we really just need to um, take stock of how busy our life is and how many hours a day do your kids get to just breathe. And I'm mm -hmm. not saying minutes a day. I'm saying hours a day because kids really do need, and I don't care we're talking about a two-year-old or, or a 12-year-old. They all need some, <sighs> where nobody's telling them what to do. Um, and just going on an outing, even if it's a simple outing, um, it can be someone's telling them to, you know, stop what they're doing, interrupt the play they're in the middle of, get their shoes on, get in the car or whatever conveyance you use and go somewhere and then start all over again. Sometimes that's just what everybody needs because it changes the mood. You know, somebody's all in the grumps and then you get outside and the scenery is different. It can be just what you need. And other days it's, frankly, an interruption of good things that are already going on. Um, so think about whose needs are you furthering? And sometimes, and it's fine if this is you, if, if you need a break, <laughs> it doesn't matter how good the play is that's going on right now, you, for your sanity, need a break, then go ahead and get that change of scene because your needs are just as important as someone else's. And sometimes they do, they do um, crash into each other. But if really you're fine and they're fine, then, well, you could stay home or you could stay wherever you are. Maybe you're already at the park and you don't need to rush on to the next event. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I talk to uh, early learning people about their, their classroom schedules, my goal is always fewer transitions during the day because it'll make everybody happier because those transition times are usually the, the most friction filled bits of the day. And I think the same thing goes for our, our home lives. When you're running from thing to thing to thing, there's a lot of stopping one thing and starting the other thing. And that's where, that's where that family friction heats up a lot of the times too. And so when you can create these blocks of time where people are, are content at a thing 
for longer periods of time, you kind of take some of that friction out of the family life too, that, uh, that parent-child headbutting that tends to go on way more than we may want it to and those kind of things. Right. And there's certainly many times where we need to interrupt the flow. Um, you know, maybe you've got to go to the doctor's appointment or there's something that you just yeah. have to do. So um, don't worry. They'll be interrupted enough. Don't worry uh, about that. Yeah. <laughs> but are they, it's very hard to preserve the open spaces. And yes, I also talk when I'm talking to um, early learning teachers and staff and, and parents of how important it is within the school day or the daycare day to have big blocks of time. But when we're at home, I think we also need to examine that. And, um, you know, I'm not just picking on festivals. It could be anything, but it, it yeah. seems like after the kids have gone to school and they've gone to their, their extra lessons and they've gone to this and that, and then, oh, let's go do this fun thing. Sometimes what's really the most fun, it might just be to collapse in bed yeah. <laughs> or snuggle under a blanket <laughs> or something. Yeah. So we all know when, when those times come, but we don't always honor them and value them. Yeah, and I mean, if, you're, if your whole thing, if your family is way into all those fall festivals and, and all of that, maybe to create more time, you start thinking about, well, maybe we're going to sit out one, one fall sport so that there's more time for this other thing. Those kind of, those kind of that kind of planning can can kind of create the kind of space you need because if you're you're going to be involved in a a a full list of fall sports and then try to do all these other outings it can get a little bit overwhelming and so just being aware that sometimes you need to prune some of those things thoughtfully ahead of time makes things a little bit easier right and if your child is the kind that wants to try a lot of things don't fall into the trap of just adding on activities, but say, okay, so you want to try, you know, karate. Great. Well, that means we'll take a turn with that and something else will take a back seat for a while. So you can't just keep on adding and keep on adding. Yeah, because everybody's, everybody's heads explode after that. And that's just a mess to clean up. <laughs> so if your head is on the way to exploding, um, you know, do yourself a favor and um, do my favorite fall activity, which is to go outside and try to catch 12 fall leaves as they fall from a tree above you. Now, this is much trickier than you think, and you will be guaranteed to look like a fool um, because the wifty-wafty nature of the leaves means that you're just about to catch it and it blows away from you. So it's quite challenging to catch 12 leaves. You're supposed to catch 12, one for each lucky month of the year. So when in doubt about what you should do during this beautiful fall season is go out and try to catch lucky leaves. Uh, there, there goes my afternoon. <laughs> it, might, it might take you more than one afternoon. Listeners, it can take uh, some people weeks. <laughs> listeners, if you, if you decide to give this a try, I don't need video of the whole 12 leaves, but I, I need video of you trying if you want to share it because I think it would be hilarious and then I don't have to try myself I can just live vicariously through you um so I got one last question about this Heather how do you deal well I, I kind of know how you're going to respond but I'm going to throw this out there with the pressure from everybody that wants you participating in all of this stuff as an adult you decide you're going to prune back a little bit and say no to some of these things you're going to be under pressure from friends and school and 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 groups and stuff how, how any tips for making helping make yourself a little bit stronger and more uh able to to 
turn down the resist the masses. pressure. Yeah, more I, resistant. I think. Um, well, not checking on everything that's going on is also helpful. Not being worried you're going to miss something because what you're going to miss is what's happening right in front of your face too. Um, you're, by doing something, you're always missing something else. And I think because we're aware through social media and other methods more than we used to of what everyone else is doing, we get worried, oh no, that would have been fun or my kid would have really um, enjoyed that or something. So. Don't be so involved. Don't, don't even look around to see what's going on as much as one tip. <laughs> don't be so The other informed. tip is don't be so informed, except about news is different, but no. <laughs> um, um, the other is just try it. Say no one time. Because once you say it and stick to it, it actually gets easier the next time. Yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's a skill you have to build. And the first time it feels... It, it feels like you got barbed wire and butterflies in your belly and you're, I mean, it's scary because you don't say no, you're not a no person. And, and yet when you learn to do it, it almost becomes a superpower. <laughs> I, I really yeah. think the other, the other, my other thought about this is, is I, I, I mean, there's, there's FOMO, there's fear of missing out. And that's, that's a big thing. I've, I've really been enjoying since I've cut back on the amount of social media I consume, I've consumed this last year. I've really been enjoying Jomo, joy, the joy of missing out. Because, ah. and, and, and I love that phrase. I, I found it uh, a couple months ago and uh, did an article not too long ago on the Play Evolution HQ site. I did a post about it. But I, as I pruned back, I, I was worried, you know, every time my phone dinged, I, there was a, something there. And then I turned all those off. And now it took a while to transition to that, that Pavlovian response because it wasn't there anymore. And now I, I just, I, I'm joyful about all the things I miss out on because being a little bit more present in the stuff I'm doing has, has had great payoffs for me. So another thing you can do along these lines is just think about the, the joy you're having in missing out on some of those things. Yeah, and the joy of being where you are at the moment and, and um, teaching that to your kids partly by example and they are very kids are very good at being in the moment so yeah. <laughs> maybe you can learn by watching them yeah yeah absolutely any more on this one heather oh i think i think go find your joy and it's not always what someone else's joy is sometimes living your own life means um finding what you need to say yes and no to that's a good place to wrap it up. If you're looking for more Heather Shoemaker, go to heathershoemaker.com. If you're putting on a conference, call Heather. Have her come talk. You can find me over at playvolutionhq.com or explorationsearlylearning.com. We will be back soon with another episode. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh. Hey, we need your support to keep the podcasts flowing. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash support to learn how. One of the big things you can do is shop Amazon with the link we provide. You buy your cat food, you buy your kids' books, you buy... Whatever it is you buy on Amazon, you pay the regular price. We get a small percentage of it. Everybody wins. A lot of people are doing it. It really supports the shows, and we really appreciate it. Give it a try. Thanks.
This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.